you cannot defeat the darkness, but you can find the light inside of you. Protect it. Keep it from harm. Care for it, for it will be fragile. And then, when it is strong, share it. Give it away. Shine it down upon those still trapped in the shadows. And in time, perhaps, the brilliance of your light will outshine the void within. Silver Surfer Black, written by Donnie Cates. Pencils by Trad Moore. Colors by Dave Stewart. In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley. And with me, as always, is my clarion of doom, the precursor to the planet eater, the one, the only. Totally tubular, dude. It's me, Travis Ratz. You must be a surfer, bro. Oh, man. (laughs) You like some sex wax on the beach? (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, everybody, where Travis and I delve deep into comic books as we either shoot the shoot the proverbial bullpucky about what's going on in the comic book world, or at times, like the moment you've joined us in right now, Travis and I are going to look at a graphic novel or trade. And today on the podcast, Travis and I are doing something we've wanted to do for a while. We've been kicking around the idea of reading a Silver Surfer comic book, and in oh, fact, oh. we... Yeah, I think we should probably do our vocal warm-ups first. Okay. Repeat after me. Um, The Silver Surfer silently shoveled sand. Ooh, that's tough. The Silver Surfer surfer silently silently shoveled shoveled sand. 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 The Silver Surfer surfer silently 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 shoveled sand. The silent is the tough one. And the shuffled, the shoveled for me. Yeah, shoveled, shoveled sand. That's tough. So Travis and I read, uh, we've been wanting to do a a Silver Surfer comic book for a little while. We even went back and we read some older ones and we were like, I don't know. Um, We've been kicking around. There was a great one that looked beautiful. That Moebius. Moebius. What's your name? Moebius. Moebius. (laughs) That's Stanley uh, and Moebius. Moebius and Stanley. Yeah. And it looked really good, but it was really short, and we didn't know if we'd be able to do it. So I saw this one as it was coming out, and I said, Travis, please do this giant treasury edition. Look how big it is, Travis. Look, it's I'm so just whipping good. it up for you right it's now. It's so good. It's oh, huge. Oh, oh. It's big and black, and it's silver surfer Mine makes black. makes sound when it goes out. Really? Yeah, when you <laughs> drop it, it's a... It's a it's a tome, ladies and gentlemen. And my comic makes a sound too when I drop it. It's not thick, but it's long. So this is, is this is the this black is the book too. we're reading. Silver Surfer Black by uh by Donnie Cates, uh with colors or with art by Trad Moore and then colors by Dave Stewart. Good God. Dave Stewart. I love Dave Stewart. Legend. A legend. 
Oh, it's so good. This is, uh, so I said, this one, look, the team looks good. And the art snippets I saw were batshit crazy. And I said, Travis, we need to read this. You need to stop jeweling, put down your vape and read this with me. That's what I said to you. And you were like, Josh, it's going to be this kind of podcast. Josh, all I want to do is get popcorn lung. But if you insist, I will get popcorn lung and read Silver Surfer with you. I'm sorry I'm your mother, Travis, but that's just the way it goes, young man. You put me in a bad mood. We're supposed to uh, assemble our cosmic energies together. Uh, I will say this. Uh, We we have. Yeah, we've talked about doing Silver Surfer for like two years. It's one of the major. It's a hole uh, for me. It's one of the ma- yeah, it's absolutely. It's one of the major superheroes we have not hit. We've gone back and done some classic runs on other characters that we had holes in, like Daredevil, and uh, uh, that's the only thing that's coming to my mind, my mind right now. <laughs> we well, we did Animal Man, we did Daredevil, yeah, we went back thank in the you. Swamp, Swamp Thing. Yeah, I would say that we've done a better job. Oh, we did some Thor. I think we've done a better job at jumping into old DC, DC. than old Marvel. Uh, and this isn't old. This is new, uh, but it looked so freaking good that I I told Travis we had to read it. Um, and there is and there's something we're going to talk about this that is very timeless about this piece. Oh, it's, very it's timeless like, about this piece. It, if I, it looks like Jack Kirby on acid, and it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Like Absolutely. Jack Kirby was wild and crazy, but it's less boxy than Kirby and more like flowy it's like know? if jack kirby and christopher nolan fell in love and fucked. <laughs> this is um so <laughs> i uh i want to talk before we get into the book let's yeah, talk yeah. about that that deep silver hole in both our hearts until we got yeah. into it. so what was your what's what's been your exposure you see how i did that josh i'm bringing back in the title what's your exposure yeah. to silver surfer to this point bro so for me silver surfer was always an ancillary character and anything that i read and for the most part he would show up you know he's the galactic herald of galactus i don't think i said herald earlier what did i i called you something earlier but it wasn't herald it was um, good it was good. It, it works. You me, it works. Uh, uh, I think you you said Her- you called me Harold, but you spelled it differently. Did I call when you when you said? I, I, it. Yes, I said Harold like Harry. H A R O L D. Yes. Uh, so the Harold Her- in the Purple Crayon uh, of Galactus. Um, <laughs> That's a great kids book. If you can get the rights to Silver Surfer, Harold and the Purple Crayon, it's Silver Surfer tracing through the cosmos with a crayon. I might just do it. Screw copyright. I'm in it right now. Oh my God. So, You've got to draw that Josh. For, for me, he's, he's, he's always been an ancillary character. I haven't read a lot of silver surfer. I did read a couple stories when we were trying to figure out if we want, if when we were trying to find ones to read, right. I went back and, and read some other, some other books um, with, with, with silver surfer in it. But I will tell you like my old Marvel is not very good. I just I just haven't read a lot of early Marvel stuff. And so um, unless it's like Spider-Man, um, but I don't have a lot of like old Marvel comic for me. This old stuff that I like to go back and read is like Batman and Superman mm-hmm. and the Justice League and stuff like that. Comfort food. Yeah, right. And it's not because it's not because I think that they're better characters. I just don't. I I don't know what it is that I just never got into reading older Marvel comics. 
Yeah. Also, they have a longer history, so they're, you're more likely to have a a dozen or so really good arcs that right. are celebrated. You know, it, right. when we looked into Silver Surfer, it was hard getting a consensus on like what are the top five absolute best Silver Surfer stories. Well, because uh, you know he always he always showed up in Fantastic Four, right? And and yeah. you know and you know that movie that's near and dear to your heart because Jessica Elba is blonde in it, and it's like two worlds colliding for you, mm-hmm. but that's a terrible movie that the silver surfer is in. Um, and so like, I think the concept is cool. I like the design of the character. I think Kirby in in some of those old designs of, of silver surfer were awesome, but it was just never something that I read. Um, so it was a big, it was a big hole for me. I mean, I've read a couple things as we were trying to prepare for like what we were going to read. Um, but this is probably the most silver surfer, I've read because it's like five issues or something like that. Yeah. Not only is, so yeah, I, I'm very similar to you. Uh, a lot of ancillary stuff. Uh, I think I, I, I have some Lucy's, some single issues in my collection that I read as a kid. Uh, I've always loved the silver surfer design. I've always, yeah. I thought it's like one, I think it's one of the bad, most badass designs in comics, the silver surfer, you know, right. like Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing, Hellboy and Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer is kind of the opposite of those two. It's like very sleek and uh, uh, streamed down. Um, but what's really cool is that what I, th- and I'm going to jump a little ahead of the art, but when you look at old Silver Surfer and you, and because of the way we did colors, back in the day you had to come up with this way to make him look metallic right so you had these heavy ink lines and then the you know to make him look like that and uh trad Moore really leans into like that style of using old silver surfer and not the sort of like 90s gradient color silver surfer right Right. Where, where we got rid of the thick lines on silver surfer and and just did like well here's how you do silver and you looks just like use... Iceman almost yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so do you know how uh uh the story be- behind the creation of Silver Surfer how it came to be I don't do you would you like me to enlighten you I yeah, please I, enlighten me sir in, in light, I like... lighten I, I like that we've I like that you did some uh, I mean, this should be off mic stuff, but I enjoy that you did some research for this. <laughs> no problem, uh, it makes this it makes this show much, much more performative when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. apparently I think it was like um, Fantastic Four, like number 44 or 46 was his first appearance. And so Kirby. Oh, so and... Not that much research. Just <laughs> well, I did. It... All right. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. Um, <laughs> um so uh it was now you flustered me. Um, Sorry. Sorry. Around this issue, the, uh, of course, Kirby and Stan were writing the Marvel method, you know, where the artist yeah. draws out a story and then Stan comes in and peppers in the dialogue. And so they were doing this Galactus, the Galactus story that they had kind of plotted out and kind of come up with the main beats to this intricate story of Galactus. And then Stan gets the pages one day and he turns on the page one book and there's this like figure on a surfboard. And he's like, That's, okay, Jack, you've gone too far this time. Right. And then Jack had yeah. explained to him this big planet eater would probably have a herald of some sort. But I like the idea, and um, at least how Stan tells it, uh, of... Uh, he's just going through the book and all of a sudden, what a weird character. Like now we're so familiar with the silver surfer, but the idea of this cosmic being on a surfboard, like how do you make as a writer, like how do you make that work? 
Like you have to like you're like With, who is this? It's just like surfing, just floating in the sky on a surfboard. And Stan's like, "All right, Jack, you've gone too far, but I'll write it, buddy." Here we go. <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny with this giant, this this guy, and he's not giant right away, right? Like in the original, the original time that uh, that um, Galactus shows up, he's not a whole lot bigger than the Fantastic Four, right? Like he's not this giant thing early on in those comic books. But it's funny to me, like a dude on a surfboard flying through space is who you send, right? Like, shouldn't he be the slacker that yeah. you don't send? Like, he's just surfing. Jack you know? said he. Jack said he just got tired of drawing spaceships. So, is that true? Or did you make yeah, that up? That's, no, that's what he said. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the quote is. Jack has said he got tired of drawing spaceships. And if you got to draw this character a lot. Yeah, just keeping it sleek and slim and that surfboard. I mean, you could you could put him in whenever you want. It's kind of yeah. like um, uh, I think Rob Liefeld said that about um, like why he, he always drawn... nin- those ninja characters because he just yeah. got tired of was it? drawing faces, <laughs> <laughs> drawing anatomy. Just yeah. put just put a human being in a giant sock like a sausage and put some guns yeah. on him. Boom. Uh, but I think one of the one of the cool things about that that idea or that design is you've got this you have this character who you have to sell how silly it is, right? Because mm. it is silly. And that's what comic books are, right? You look at the Fantastic Four, you got a big orange rock, you got a dude who lights on fire, and you have a stretchy man and then an invisible woman, right? Mm. But just the name uh, you really, you're really patronizing with all those descriptions of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> but the Silver Surfer is just such a goo. It's such a goofy name. Yeah, it's got right? that alliteration they love. I, they do love that. The uh, Silver I do Surfer like... silently shovels sand. No sand. No, I would say snow. Because then, do you really see him if he's buried in the snow? That's my question. Um, I also surfer, like bro. I also like that he's a silver. He's like a silver. He's a silver surfer. He's a surfer, and his last name is Rad. Yeah, no, I noticed that too in this one. That never hit me this time. Also, you know what didn't hit me this time too? What? Ego. I'm like, oh, ego. Oh, ego. Like, I'm such an idiot. It's like this all like consuming kind of planet who's just kind of full of itself. I'm like, oh. Ego. No. I thought it was Egon. Egon. <laughs> Do re me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so well, let's hop talk back about on this. that train, buddy. Whoop, whoop. Here we go. Let's get into this book, baby. Don't you dare ask me to summarize this story. I knew that's what was coming up. No, 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 no. No. So let's dive into it. it. Essentially. We've let me got... let me let me do the the, the summary okay. because right. I'm gonna need some help with this book, Josh. I actually okay. I this was such you did such a great pick. This is a fantastic pick. I think this is the the most Silver Surfer Silver Surfer can get, and we'll talk <laughs> about what that is. That's my thesis statement: is that this book is the most <laughs> Silver Surfer Silver Surfer can get, and that's coming yeah. from someone who doesn't read Silver Surfer. So this book really hit what I always thought Silver Surfer was. But if I was to go back and read other things, I might not get it. Um, no, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> you were going to summarize it for us. Oh, yeah, summarize it. So basically, Silver uh, Surfer gets, at the beginning of this, he's with the Guardians of the Galaxy. He gets sucked into some sort of cosmic wormhole, for lack of a better term. And he ends up 
in God knows where in the universe and God knows when. And he confronts the big va- a bad. We meet the big bad villain of this book, which is Noel, the God of Darkness. And it's so metal. It's yeah. so metal. I love yeah. it so much. <laughs> I am not Noel, the God of Darkness. And there's a dive bomb. Holy diver, you come to us in the midnight scene. Holy diver, I like Silver Surfer. You're the Galactic Herald of Galactus. Galactic Herald of Galactus doesn't work. The Cosmic Herald. You surfed too long and got rash on your knee. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, he, he confronts the big bad Noel, uh, the god of darkness, uh, and he is... Noel tries to make him, like, one of his knights, one of his own personal kind of, like, herald things. Uh, Silver Surfer resists and with the help of Ego, the living planet. Um, and uh, there is... Are we spoiling a little bit? I don't... Yeah, always. Okay, nah, uh, okay, yeah. And then um, then we get a little segment where we get, you can't have Silver Surfer without Galactus. That would be like having peanut butter without chocolates. Uh, so we right. do have some, Galactus does play a part in this as well. Uh, and then with the help of Ego and some of the knowledge he's gained from introspection, <laughs> Silver Surfer is able to at least thwart the God of Darkness for now. For now. And there's like, the watcher's in it there's like it's it is the most oh yeah the watcher is in this the most bat crap crazy book like you go back and you see him as a man you see that he's you know like he's starting to turn black because of dealing with the our black metal beast right that he's dealing with this this the god of darkness and um so it starts off, that's why it's called Silver Surfer Black, right? It starts off as he's fighting them off, his hand turns black, and then it starts to creep up his arm. And I think Venom is in it somehow, right? Like, isn't the I thought it was a xenomorph. Like, I'm pretty sure that, well, it's not Venom himself, but it's the symbiote. Yeah, and it looks like for a moment there, it looks like some uh, uh, xenomorph uh, designs on him in one page. Uh, it has yeah. that kind of scaliness to it. So we talked earlier about this uh, being timeless, this story. And yeah. I think one of the ways that things I really appreciate this is it really does put everything aside and you get the f- focus on Silver Surfer and the things right. that we associate with Marvel Cosmic. Ego, yeah. The Watcher, Galactus, Silver Surfer. Those are the ingredients you want in a Silver Surfer book. He is not ancillary in Silver Surfer Black at all. He is front and center. And I love that. I think that this puts this book puts silver surfer front and center and anyone who like for us for many years was looking for that what is that silver surfer book where i can get an idea of who this character is it's all on the page here and i think that we only have the guardians of the galaxy in the beginning and that's just to kind of frame the story and to separate the silver surfer and i think by keeping by keeping it only in the cosmic and not giving us any scenes in right. Earth, it really does allow this to be very timeless and a nice one-shot story there. I, I think that's what Cosmic Marvel lets you do. Cosmic Marvel lets you be timeless if you don't visit Earth. Mm-hmm. Because once you visit Earth, you have to show us like, oh, that person's not on a cell phone. Whoa, that guy's in a pay phone. That's like, this is like, oh, you know, like 
whenever you visit Earth, you put a timestamp on 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 the story, right? Exactly. Um, I know that like Allred, uh, Mike Allred, the guy, uh, Mike Allred did um, a Silver Surfer story that I heard was really good. It's like Silver Surfer and his lady companion, like an Earth girl that he's flying around the galaxy with, right? So I think that would be interesting. But this gives you such dynamic, crazy cosmic, it the look and the feel and just... When a book is this big, guys, this thing is a giant treasury edition. It's more than a it's more than a foot, right? Yeah. It's more than a foot yeah. tall. I'd say it's I'd say it's about fifteen by ten, fifteen by eight, something like that. And it is just when you get a splash page on something this big, it is amazing. And there are times where it's not a splash page, but the the panels bleed into panels and you get this just trippy as all get out part of the story. I think for me, Travis, as we're talking about this, like this actual story story, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that it's like the most amazing thing I've read, mm-hmm. but this is a gorgeous book. So as long as you're giving me some sort of interesting story, where like you're seeing Silver Surfer being challenged, you're seeing him like he's going to grapple with what it means to not be himself as he's turning into this sort of this as he's like being overcome by this blackness, right? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And it, I don't mean that it's not an interesting story, but seriously, just flipping through if this were a you take out all the the bubbles, right? You take out all the the words and you take out all the everything i'd still buy this thing yeah it's a beautiful book and so that's what i i uh, what you're saying i'm i'm gonna disagree with the story a little bit um i this for me i think what you're trying to get at here uh which you said very well is this book is probably the most comic book experience i've had in a while it really did feel like an experience with the oversized treasury edition uh and and uh the colors in it the panel layouts everything was big and vibrant and cosmic and it really did feel like a genuine comic book experience maybe it made me feel not nostalgic in a way that nostalgia is the new like drug these days, but just like, oh, this is different than me just sitting down with a trade or reading something digitally. This right. feels like it was almost custom made for me. Um, now, uh, for the story itself, uh, I, I really, I thought there, it's very simple on its surface. It's light versus dark. Uh, and it even has a lot of those king and knight tropes. It's a knight, it's that right. goodness light versus uh, dark, and I think that sometimes we get very. I mean, I guess all stories, in some sense, are as uh, an idea of light versus dark. But this tells that very simple idea in a very cosmic way. That's kind of trippy, and I really like that. Um, and I think that some of the dialogue in here that that Kate's is writing, even though it can be a little bit hokey, if you were to take it out of context. I think within this, by the time he gets to his monologuing towards like the, you know, the beginning and the end yeah. of the book, uh, like it, it's it's stuff you've heard before, but with the art and those big panels and then seeing these, because there's not a lot of dialogue in this, uh, it, I think it really hits home for me. And I think one of the brilliant things in the story that he did 
going back again to the timelessness, is to make it even more timeless, he takes him out of time and space. Like, I right. question how much of this actually even happened in the Silver Surfer you know, world. I mean, he's sucked into this wormhole where his body is literally ripped apart and he, we don't know where he is. Did any right. of this even really happen? Uh, I guess he comes out at the end all black, so I don't know if he's currently Black Silver Surfer um, in the Marvel Universe. Um, when was this written, Josh? You know, uh, this is recent. This isn't that long. This came out. I mean, the trade isn't hasn't been out for that long. So it was uh, 2019. So it was just last year. So this this was an issue. And I heard people talk about how good it was and what it looked like. Um, And I just this is just such a an interesting. And I guess I guess when I said that, I didn't mean that the story wasn't good. I don't mean. Oh, yeah. I don't think you were bashing it, but it's not like. It's not like holy like the X Men like the what we were reading with like X that that new right. X Men run where every page page was like this has never been done before this is blowing my mind yeah it's not right. that you're getting a story that you've heard time and time again uh but just beautifully laid out and I, I like the simplicity of the story actually because the art is so vibrant and it's so cosmic I like right. either tell a a a big story very simply in words, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. or a, a small, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I lost my thread there, man. I, I, was going I, too, I, it, I was like, yo, bro. Uh, like it blew my mind, it blew my freaking mind, bro. But there is a lot of, um, philosophy in here. There is right. a lot of Buddhist thought in here about light versus dark, how, you know, you have to channel your inner good, like, like, Nurture your inner light, your inner goodness, and then when right. it's when it's ripened, share that with the world. And he's like, they make it very clear in here that you're never going to defeat darkness. You're never going to. It needs to exist. That balance needs to exist. There's this great scene with the Galactus, which I love because here Silver Surfer has the opportunity to kill the thing that destroys so many lives in the universe and even his own life. And uh, Galactus talks him out of it. Right. It's this weird, like, it's such a, that's the time and space part that's so weird, right? Like, here it is. This is what will become Galactus. And then Galactus shows up and be like, hey, dude, maybe don't kill me. Yeah. And he's like, but wait, there's more. <laughs> he's, yeah. like, he's like, I, he's like, I'm gonna throw you into this star. And he's like, okay, I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. But hear this. <laughs> yeah. And look, that's that's good negotiation right there, right? And even even like it's it's the first moment when Galactus. I didn't know really the backstory of Galactus. That was kind of interesting. Um, and even Galactus at this moment is coming to terms with the fact that he will eventually be like this destroyer of worlds, and he is okay with that balance. He's like, I can feel myself getting hungrier. He goes, I'm yeah. growing. I'm gr- outgrowing this form, and I'm growing hungry, I believe, is the line. And I'm yeah. like, oh. But right now, he's just kind of like this objective character. He's very neutral. But he knows, even he knows he'll become something that's evil, and he's okay with that. Yeah, uh, and that's that's really like this, and you said it earlier, like this is very much a... Um, this is very much one of those it's like trying to explain what I mean. It's, it's very much a like 
it's cosmic. It's a really sort of like, I don't want to say mind blowing because it's not mind blowing. It's a very like philosophical story. Yes. Uh, yes. Right. I think that's the best way to put it. Like Donnie Cates is like getting his philosophy one one on as he's writing this thing. Like what is good? What is yeah. evil? What do we do? What does time mean? What is you the know, self? The- what is the self? And also like having things like the planet ego being in there. Like yeah. Silver Silver goes into this wormhole. His whole body dissolves. Everything, his whole self uh, uh, dissolves. And he has to... It's an introspective. Like he goes in the wormhole. We have to go inside ourselves. We have to right. face our own darkness. We have to cultivate our own light. Uh, and I think that's a great metaphor that never, I never get tired of exploring that metaphor. I mean, that's what storytellers do. We explore the inner self through outer stories. And so to do right. it in sort of this trippy way. And I think that it, it also harkens back to the those original silver sto- uh, surfer stories in the 60s and 70s those were really popular among college kids and the hippie generation that's who right. was buying this book was a bunch of this was like the hippie's favorite character because it was all <laughs> this cosmic philosophy it is they talk about that in marvel's untold history yeah. where they talk about that's who was buying this book and it was getting news um stories written about it how you know college kids were you know tripping out and reading silver surfer and uh, can you imagine like what a, like you're like taking bong hits and reading Silver Surfer, bro? I finished this issue. Can you hand me that one? Yeah. What? Wait, that's <laughs> out of around. order. It doesn't matter, bro. Yeah, right it's now, cosmic. man. Cosmic. Let's it's, talk about. I, yeah, let's, go ahead. Let's talk about some like nuggets we liked in here. Uh, I love all the surfboard stuff that's happening in this story. I think it's a create. Yeah. I haven't I haven't read enough Silver Surfer to know if all the creative stuff that they're doing with his board in here, like turning it into a missile, turning it into a sword, uh, right. it, is all that stuff like part of the lore? Or I'm sure it's I'm sure it's happened before. I'm guessing. But- like it's a snake and a dolphin, and like there's so many interesting things about it. I really do like this. Uh, I do like the use of. Um, the use of ego in here and sort of like the dive he takes inside of ego and what that looks like, just exploring all like that whole part where he is uh, going inside of ego and finds that cube that will become, you know, that's Galactus. Like that's really this sort of very sort of like, it's so cosmic. Yeah. Right. And also, just the way you said that, it's so deep. He dives inside of ego and finds the thing that will eventually destroy him and realizes that he needs it to be a full person. Ooh, Josh, man. Oh, that two page, that two page spread where it shows him going through the layers of ego, where he's like drilling with his surfboard into ego is just, it just looks so good. Yeah, it is. Oh, I, I wish Marvel would put page numbers on these, but damn, those two pages are fantastic. It makes it more timeless, I, Josh, without those page numbers. Even you're lost in time when reading this. And yeah, Ego's great. I even love it when Ego is a small planet in this, and like yeah. he starts erupting, and he's like, "Don't worry, I'm just growing." It's like a bunch of like pimples exploding on his surface, and he's just right. like mo- cosmic molten energy is building Ego as he goes. Right, I do, and I also kind of love like. uh Null, right? Like the Null is also a great name for a villain, right? Like black, like the he's the god, he's the like the the black sort of bad guy, and his name is K N U L L. 
Like, yeah. how great is that? Like Nolan um, Void? Yeah, right? And and I think his character design, look, as I don't someone like it. who... I don't like it. You don't? No, that's the one. I had a couple issues with it, and I thought it was like, like Mr. Sinister crossed with Spider-Man crossed because with... Because he's a symbiote. Is that really that's, it? Yeah, that be that's what that black. I know he said means. he said he they said they did say symbiote in there. Okay. Yeah, that's why he's got the spy. And here's look. If there's one thing I hate about Marvel comics, it's literally any character Branding. that's just that's a spider character. I, it drives me nuts for whatever reason. I don't mind it in Batman. I'm like, oh yeah, Batgirl and you know Rob. Like I don't mind all of that in Batwoman. But there's just something about Spider-Man. Like, you got to have Carnage, and Carnage has to look just like Spider-Man, but more crazy. Here's the thing. I don't understand. I get why Spider-Man's black costume has the white spider on it. But why does anybody else's costume have a spider on it? Right. Especially when we're out of time. Like, this seems like to happen at the beginning of time. But I would tell you, there is probably something in Marvel lore that I don't know that is why it's a spider. And it just so because once you make Venom and you go, oh, we want to keep Venom a character always, but we really do like the design of like this spider. Well, we better go back and say, like, there's something in the history that it's always been a spider yeah. or whatever. It is. But I thought yeah, I don't like, like that. Des- des- that design threw me off a little bit. I think he could have just, <laughs> just gone like all covered in black. I think that would yeah, be a little I, more, a little I bit more like metal. This- his sword, I, didn't, I wasn't spider. a big fan of his sword design. Um, boo! Boo! <laughs> I think, I think, and I didn't like his heralds. I thought it's like, they look like weird kind of Victorian. <laughs> and you know what? I, I also, I also didn't like, um, uh, see for me, I, and I'm going to pose this question to you. I think yeah. they're giving you a little bit of 1980s metal covers, but they could yes! have stepped it up a little bit more. Okay. I feel like they could okay. have gone there a All little right. bit more. So, but I think <laughs> you're keeping it. So here's, I think the difference between because Trad Moore is drawing in such a fluid, everything in this is very soft line. Sh- and yeah, that's curvy. Hard, yeah. And so I, Kirby. as someone curvy, <laughs> Kirby was much more angular, right? That's yeah, why I think that like, would have been more metal. Tradmore is taking like that Kirby level art and just rounding the edges so kids yes. don't get an eye poked out, right? Um, <laughs> so, hey, that might—that is a great yeah, line, Josh. A zing. So I, but I think like for me, as someone who loves like metal bands who just sing about Dungeons and Dragons and all of their covers look like. I will I will listen to an album just because the cover is yeah. it looks like a, a novel I read when yeah. I was a when I was a junior high kid right like, or uh, or Iron Maiden t- you know t- all uh, tales from the crypt right right but like but I really, Conan washes over it right yeah. that's the stuff that I love so I love those character designs and I get why somebody might not I mean they're wrong for not liking them but I just thought like it was the most metal goth looking character design yeah. and it's so bizarre in this galactic world right like yeah. when everything's so like there's a giant living planet and everything's supposed to be alien and weird that these aliens are just on the cover of a freaking like they're savage there yeah yeah even yeah. like his dragon that he like rides and stuff like right. that yeah. he rides a dragon dude i think that you're right i i, I agree with you 
he probably made it the most metal he could within his art style. And I think that, yeah, that, that does exist. Um, but I agree. I don't. And then I go like, well, is that a spider or is that his dragon on his shirt? Because it has a tail. But oh, then I go, Oh yeah, yeah. That could be right. Let me take a look. But I still think it's, I don't know, man, but it is it. Like, I think those characters, I like the Victorian sort of metal guys outside of his gate. I thought they were cool looking. I don't like their coloring. I don't like the sort of like, the purple beige and olive yeah yeah but i, I like did what, like i like what design. that did for the backdrops in that because there's some great right. like olive backdrops and yellow back like mustard yellow backdrops yeah uh, and you love mustard in yellow. here and so i liked what like seeing the silver surfer against those backdrops so i like what that afforded the book uh but yeah i'm not a big fan of their color palettes on the on his knights or yeah. whatever they call them um it, it is literally the most metal Pure, like section in this book though is that section where he's fighting null and those knights and there's a dragon and that was like i'm like all right this is it i'm good i'm in <laughs> yeah so we're talking about the art now i i you know yeah. silver surfer it seems like you would think maybe as an artist there's only so many ways to do silver surfer but I like the fact that this character has been done by many, many artists, and there are subtle differences. In the, sometimes there's major differences on the style, like a Mobius style. But I love how the Silver Surfer requires an artist to almost mirror something, but because art is the way it is, there are still going to be those differences um, yeah. in the anatomy of the Silver Surfer. Uh I love the anat. I love how he draws anatomy in this entire book. Silver Surfer. It's everything's it's, elongated and thin, and the way he moves, it's so fluid and yeah. flexible. Um, he, at some places, he looks like Frieza from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's just he did a really good job at on his take of uh, rad. I I thought it was truly rad. Um, and, and let's, I mean, um, so Trad Moore, like I said, it feels like he's channeling, uh, Frank Kirby, but he's rounded the edges or Jack Kirby and rounded the edges. I said, Frank, Frank Kirby here. Would you like to buy a used car? <laughs> uh, so he's rounded the edges of Jack Kirby. Um, I really look, Dave Stewart is a phenomenal colorist, right? Like he's so good. Um, and this is the book where you want uh, an amazing colorist, you know, because oh, no. you're, yeah. because you're doing such like crazy, you know, you're, you're doing such crazy um, coloring, right? You're doing such out there stuff that it's just, it's just so good. When you think of all of the Hellboy stuff that he did and how beautiful that palette of those Hellboy books are, like I wouldn't have read as many BPRD books if it weren't for the fact that, you know, Dave Stewart was coloring all of them and just made them just pop so much more. In a book with a lot of things being done really well, I think the color stands out as the hero of this book. And I'm not saying that doesn't diminish what like the writing or the penciling or the layouts. But I think I think if you had to give like what makes this book 
aside from its oversize that we're reading the treasury edition um would be the color i think the colors stand front and center in this book i think you if you change those colors if you mute them down if you change them at all it really changes the experience of reading this book whereas if you tweak some of the dialogue or some of the story um i think you could still get the essence of this book uh, yeah and you might even be able to do there, I know there are artists that that do this kind of style, and I, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to take away from uh, what uh, Moore is doing here. Is it, the art? I just really loved it. I think it is the art with the color and the art together really are the standout in this book. Um, it is, but I also tell you this: like, if you gave me black ink of this, if you just did this without color, I think it would be just as crazily impressive in places, right? in some of its starkness because it's allowing i think the the kind of the cool thing between tradmore's art and dave stewart's color is that there's a lot of openness just in the fact of the artwork that of, of like tradmore's style that lets dave stewart really punch in some big colors but I'm really interested. I would even want to see what sort of some of the black line looks like on this as well just because I think the black ink is so impressive, but there's so much coloring on this that's just color, and there's no pencil around it. Mm. So it's really I'm, there are a couple images in here where I go like that is just balls to the wall, rad. Can I can I, can I tell you another nitpick? Yeah, Josh, may I just just you and I? I'm just gonna yeah, tell you. I might. Okay, I may boo you, but it's... okay. Uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, all black silver surfer. Um, at the very like end, at the very end, at the very end, or even like how parts I like how parts of him turn black for the story, but like yeah. when he's all black, I don't like that design as much. I don't think it uh, it doesn't it doesn't do it for me as much. Like if they're gonna go right. all black silver surfer from now on, like the very end, like let's say that that's that's he comes back out of the hole, he's all black, and for like two years in Marvel, he's a black yeah. silver surfer. That would really that would really irk me. I think it works in this book because you don't see it very often in the coloring, the Lisa Frank coloring that's in that last page yeah, where it literally looks like a trapper keeper. Um, yeah. It works because of this art, but I don't know if you could pull it off in another book that didn't have these artists. Well, oh, wait a minute now. Does this mean that like he has some symbiote in him now because I if he was swallowed up by it, I tell you, dude, I have no idea exactly. Where's his going. where's his spider logo then? I don't know, man. A little spider riding a surfboard. It's it's on the bottom of the surfboard. Let's go surfing now. Every spider surfing now. Come on, spider, come on, surf with me. Spider, Perfect. spider, spider, spider. This this episode does not have nearly enough singing, so it doesn't. We it doesn't. Let's add more. It doesn't. It doesn't. It truly doesn't. So here's what I want to know, Travis. I want to know. Oh, go ahead. You have you feel like I felt like yeah. you had something. Yeah, I'm making I, the transition. I'm making the I transition. And I don't think you're ready there yet. So yeah, go ahead. Tell I know. I, I, I know. We're, we got to do our favorite panels, which is gonna be. It's just very tough with this book. Um, but so where do we like now that we've we? I feel like I consumed. I have a better idea of who Silver Surfer is. Better yeah. idea of what his voice is within the character's voice within the universe. Uh, that philosophizing. Uh, the style of it. So where do you want to see happen for this character? Is there a certain type of story that you'd like? to be told through the silver surfer or maybe like a team up you'd like to see with the silver surfer or uh what would you like to see happen with the silver surfer in the uh uh movie universe i mean take any one of those questions josh and just run a with lot, it. a lot of questions i think for me like i 
I like this book so much because it wasn't on Earth. I think when you put Silver Surfer on Earth, it gets somehow goofy, right? Like there's something about it that's just when you put him surfing around New York City, it just seems goofier than through space and i don't know why that I, maybe that's just me um but i i like the idea i like the cosmic fight i'd like to see silver surfer go save some planets i'd like to see silver surfer like go fight giant metal dudes yeah right that was really i like the idea of like he's otherworldly so let's have him do like let's have him face otherworldly threats off the world yeah I agree with you completely. I also really liked, I, 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 yeah, keep them off the world. I agree with you. I also like this philosophical, almost Xavier Magneto relationship that we see between him and Galactus in this. And I'd yeah. like to see that pop up more. I don't need him fighting Galactus every episode, but I yeah. like the conversation. I like them representing two different ideas of the same coin. Uh, and I think that in continuing adventures of silver surfer if galactus pops in in different stages of galactus's development you know here we see him as a very neutral just got exiled from my universe born hatched right how you know in different stages of galactus just like magneto how is that philosophizing going and Sometimes Silver Surfer might be able to convince Galactus of something. Sometimes Galactus might be able to convince. And so it is that back and forth of, you know, how much good do we need? How much evil do we need? You want Galactus to end up being the smoking man from X-Files and just show up occasionally and mess with Mulder silver surfer's head yes i want i want smoking planet ego too i want ego just to have like a a cigarette dripping from his lips just (sighs) but the problem is is, he can't ash it he can't ash it he can't he's well he could go (laughs) like the penguin used to and all those (laughs) (laughs) but i i i don't like look you and i are both not daily comic book readers right now i read a couple things occasionally week weekly comic book readers. Sacuse. Jacuse. are you reading something <laughs> no. weekly right hey, now hey, hey, no. hey. hey no, all right so i for me i want to be able to dip my toe into a fun story like this where mm. i don't need to know what's going on i don't need to know who the guardians of the galaxy are currently or what they're dealing with i don't need to know like what's going on in the world of Spider-Man to follow a silver surfer story. So I kind of, if I were, if I want another story of silver surfer, I want him in the galaxy saving the, saving the universe. Right. Mm. Like for me, I think that's, that's where I'd like to see it at as opposed to like, and here he is teaming up with somebody. Cause I think once you put him next to somebody, it just starts to look sillier. Mm-hmm. You know, uh- yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, especially when that that it's like, like that's what I thought. Sometimes when we have Marvel Cosmic, it will be like in the space, but then there'll be at a space station and Iron Man will be there or Captain America yeah. will be there. And I, I, don't I don't want like that. that. Yeah, I don't want that either. Now, I, do, I, like, we, I like them playing off of those wacky, weird, big characters like Galactus and the Watcher. And, you know, like, I like that. new characters. Because, I don't even know. Like, yeah. make some new characters up. Yeah. Yeah. Dream casting on a, a Silver Surfer. 
I don't know, man. That's a good question. I think because the Silver Surfer is... It would just be computer animated, right? Mm-hmm. And so you get to play that. Had they not had the dude who did... Paul Bettany, who did Vision, had he not done Vision, he would have been a great Silver Surfer, right? Um, yeah, he's, the voice he's doing for Vision would also like be a good... Right. I want something... I want someone who's kind of soft spoken but still like there's some gravitas behind it because it's more about what they sound like than what they look like yeah you know yeah um had what's his name who played thanos not played thanos i think he like that would be good silver surfer action yes yeah it's being a little bit softer who's got like a real soft yeah i like the way you described like a real soft kind of gentle ethereal right voice to him uh, just make Idris Elba, right? <laughs> I that don't like. It's not a bad. Uh, you, yeah, that's it. That's the one. That's mine too. But he's already he's already in a Marvel movie. But because we're not showing his face, I think people can suspend disbelief. I don't think that's true. Because he's in the um, cosmic too. You can't be. Listen, if you put him on Earth as like a superhero, it'd be great. But you already have him in the cosmic world. Yeah, but he right, died exactly. Well, yeah. so it, not in the hearts and minds of fans. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, now you're making me rack my brain about it. Um, what if what we about, just make the Silver no, Surfer? No, he was already him, a guy too. What if we just make the Silver Surfer, that guy, what's his name? The the bridge guardian from Thor? I don't, I don't remember his that name. Idris, the guy who Idris Alba played. What if he didn't yeah. die? What if he was rescued by someone? And then we just turn that character, instead of making him Norad, we just make him... I mean, it's yeah. the same story. His his planet was destroyed by someone. Um, right. Um, I would also say the, the dude who played... Uh, he was already in a Marvel movie, though. Um, Mads Mikkelsen would be a great silver surfer too, man. Like just his voice. He yeah. was in, he, he played the villain in, uh, oh, blah, 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 the Dr. Strange movie. He was one of the bad guys in the Dr. Strange. Oh, movie. okay. Oh yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. What about, uh, uh Gosling? What about a little Gosling? Okay. Uh, maybe I'd have to like hear his voice a little more. Yeah. I but think I Gosling from the new Blade Runner. He has that very kind of, uh, you know, it's not like it's, it's yeah. Kind of a, no, yeah. I think I think you're. I think you might be. That might be good. That might be good. I guess you can get someone older too, because you're not going to put him in. You can have someone else in the suit, you know. So that, but usually older has a little bit more gravel in it, like you, like Harrison Ford mumbling out. Uh, yeah, you don't want that. Lines. You want someone in their. You want someone in their forties. Is the cosmic right? power divine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Someone, in their, someone in their forties, like someone who does like a podcast every week and has a beard someone and a mustache. Yeah, someone and... who's. Oh, hey, I'm not in my forties yet, but I got a, a couple <laughs> years. Uh, but no, I th- I think you want someone who who can have that real calming when all the bizarre giant cosmic stuff is going on. You want him to be able to monologue in his head, yeah, in a very sort of like zen. Cause he's a surfer, dude. What's that new? Oh, what's, what's that new sleep app they have, where people just read you, like celebrities read you stories to make you fall asleep? Yeah. Get yeah. someone from that from that app and like have them do it. Morgan Freeman. Morgan How about Gilbert Freeman Godfrey? Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> what <laughs> is this? This is a cosmic power. Silver Surfer. <laughs> um, but Ego. so it's that time. It's that time. Favorite panels. Favorite panel. Do you have one? 
I have mine. Was that the, was that the time you were thinking of, Josh? Or... <laughs> I have my, yes, I have my panel. Is, I do have my panel, too. I can't find mine, though, but I'm going to find it. What's your panel? Uh, my runner-up is... I'm not choosing it because it's Ego. The first reveal of Ego is fantastic, by the way. Let's just acknowledge that. The first reveal of... That, oh, sh- that, that was mine. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Good, good. That's no, okay. Go ahead, talk about Talk about Talk about uh, the fir- because the art style is so dramatically different for ego in that first reveal all that hatching oh it's so good oh god it's so wonderful it looks a, like a black light poster like oh it does and it is so good um that right in, there that's my panel would in be a, that in a one. book without any hatching when you turn that page and you get that reveal it does right. seem like very ominous and and dark right. and and also actually that seems the most metal black light image in the book even though you yeah. have this villain who's who's very metal and if it weren't if it weren't that one i'm gonna because you already called it out like i'm not gonna do that one i know it'd be the bad, one bad form but that's, no, that's it's fine. also a bad impression of me i don't, I, I don't appreciate it and now i'm offended yeah i'm not, I'm not gonna do that one it's, it's not the one i'm gonna no, do that's better uh, that's better <laughs> The one where not Silver Surfer not gonna do, not gonna do, where Silver Surfer's all raisiny and shriveled up, ah. like like Superman in uh, Frank Miller uh, in uh, in the Dark Knight. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. After he takes a nuke to the chest, yeah. Um, mine. I really like. It's not even a panel. It's I really like this. It's. The surfboard good. where yeah. there's and one one of the things where he's kind Damn of falling not. into the abyss, he's holding on to the surfboard the way a surfer would if they like wiped out or they're waiting for a wave. Even though he's just floating in space, his legs yeah. are like he's underwater. He's holding on to it. And I love and there's even a scene, too, where he's got the top of the board and the board. He's just leaning on it and the board's jettisoning him out of like yeah. uh, a planet. I love the anatomy of him in the board and so much. And I really like that, that, that I, that's really right cool. There. Cause it really is. When you think about it, he is essentially in water, right? Like outer yeah. space being treated like water. Right. Um, so it's a really, I, it's a great, the art is so good, dude. Yeah. So good. So here's what I don't know. Who do you give this to? Um, yeah, I your think pot, this, your pot smoking acid dropping friends. Sure. Of course. By absolutely. I think this has a lot. This is this is one that you can give to a lot of people. Um, I think we talked earlier about how this book is an experience. So yeah. someone's like, "Oh, what are comics about?" Like, let me like, I don't. Why do you like comics? I think giving them this, it's it's not going to give them a lot of the characters they might know, but I think it's going to give them the experience. So I wouldn't be opposed to giving this to a a comic newbie just because I'm like here. The, reading this book will give you the uh, quintessential comic reading experience. It's giant. Yeah. It's oversized. You're going to love the art. You can spend minutes on just looking at a panel. Uh, it's it, it shows you that comics can be philosophical and heady. Uh, and at the same time, you get a lot of cool people punching shit uh, and, you know, swords and, and all that stuff in a hero story, but done in a sophisticated way that still pays homage to the classic storytelling of comics. Right. Right. And it's just so freaking beautiful. It's I just so want to put it beautiful, out. bro. It makes me want to freaking cry. I just want to put it on. I want to put it out on my, 
on my coffee table. It's like a coffee table book. It's so beautiful. I want this to be like the deck of my skateboard, bro. It should be. It Dude, should be. Are, that that I want that ego splash page that we both love to be the deck on the yeah. deck of a skateboard. Oh, I would start skateboarding. Yeah, that might be worth it. But I wouldn't grind because I don't want to ruin the board. We don't want to grind. Slide. All right, Grinding. Josh, take us out of here. Josh is getting distracted. Josh, take us out of here. Put no, us on that I'm surfboard. Set. Fly us out of this danger. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Comic Exposure Podcast. Remember that you can find all of our episodes. They are archived on for you on our website, www.comicexposure.com. You can also uh, follow us on the Twitter at Comic Exposure. You can uh, check out all of our episodes where you find your podcast. Look for us. Tell your grandma. Tell your friends. Tell your comic book shop that you can't go to right now because the United States is shutting down left and right. Um, but you know what works right now in when you're quarantined in your in your city and you're mm. working from home? Open up your iPad, mm-hmm. download some comic books, mm-hmm. and just dive in. Dive in. We've got so many episodes that you could just go like, what did they read in March of 2017? And yeah. you could go back and find it, and you could listen along with us. A comic a day keeps Corona away. I believe are, that is science. I don't want to tell people that that's true. I do. But listen, out there in Radio Land, a comic a day keeps Corona away. Fact. Don't don't listen fact. to Travis. Fact. Facts are wrong. But it's what it will keep what it will keep away boredom. The blues. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next trade. <laughs> <laughs>